Welcome to another episode of the FWAT Show on the Coil Entertainment Network, the Happy Hour Network, VillageConnectionRadio.com, iTunes, the Google Play Store, and anywhere else you happen to find me. I am omnipresent. I am also Rob Steele. That's Jesus Jones in the background, and this is the show that lets you know that it's not just you. The world has actually lost its damn mind, as evidenced by the not-so-great state of Georgia. I can say not-so-great state. I live here. One of the big news stories out of the past week was Georgia's 6th Congressional District where Republican candidate Karen Handel ran on a platform of, quote, I do not support a livable wage. That's a platform? She's also in favor of strangling kittens and suspending small children from trees by their toenails. Okay, maybe not. But seriously, how can you go on a platform of, I do not support a livable wage and win? How the hell did that happen, people? I'm not in the 6th District. I can't make a vote in this. But I would have voted for... Hell, I might have even voted for Trump. Even he never said anything that asinine before. I mean, he has since, but that's a completely different story. How did we get these people in charge? There's another guy, a state representative from Wisconsin. Representative Jesse Kramer, who said... He is absolutely certain that the Earth is only 6,000 years old, and that is a fact. Unless you, you know, look at any kind of archaeological science or geological science or use some sort of common sense. And uh, no, oddly enough, it is a little bit more than 6,000 years old. Science. What a wonderful thing. And something that Jesse Kramer has obviously never heard of. More on him, but next week. It'll be worth the wait. Here's a tech story that a lot of people didn't hear about, although they probably should have, because it affects almost 200 million U.S. citizens. There was a bit of an issue with, here's a shock, a marketing firm contracted by the Republican National Committee, where one and a bit terabytes worth of data concerning the U.S. population was, let's say, exposed. It was put out on the Internet for anyone to find. And what does this data include? Names, and next to the names, birthdays, home addresses, telephone numbers, and political views of roughly 62% of the U.S. population. Now, the issue was, this was leaked out of the Republican National Committee. Did we hear about this? No, because the Republicans have convinced people that Hillary Clinton's emails are still the main issue. And no one knows why. Good and bad children news this week. Let's get the bad out of the way. It comes from an Oklahoma state senator. A guy by the name of Ralph Shorty, I didn't name him, who was one of the people who put forth the anti-LGBT legislation bathroom bill things in Oklahoma. The bad news for him, he was caught earlier this week in a hotel room with an underage male prostitute. 
Now, I'm considering this to be bad news for the underage male prostitute. Ralph Shorty, you know what? Getting exactly what he deserves, I'm thinking, because, you know, karma, right? So, uh, bad news for him, but good news for a kid in Oregon. You remember a couple weeks ago, I talked to you about a Portland teen who won a trip to the United Nations by writing a remarkable essay, and then they said, no, you're not going to be able to go to New York for the United Nations pilgrimage for youth thing this summer because you're autistic. Well, enough of a big deal was made out of it that, funny enough, they changed their minds. What do you know? Somebody on this world has a bit of common sense left. Let me rephrase that. Someone in charge of something has some common sense left. You and I, yes, we have common sense. I'm making the show. You're listening to the show. That should tell you right there. But there are a lot of things that do not make any sense. For example, a woman in Georgia named Reality Winner. And I didn't name her. You might have heard of her. Let's go over her story for just a minute. She is the 25-year-old woman who used her top-secret clearance for good. She revealed that the Russians hacked voting machines in swing states in order to get Donald Trump elected. That is a good use of information. She said, hey, look, there's bad guys over there. Get them. Now, she is a woman, an American veteran, who took an oath to defend America from enemies both foreign and domestic, literally. That is exactly what she did. She is Wonder Woman. She is a true American patriot by exposing how the Russians infiltrated the U.S. to put a jackass in the president's office. And she was rewarded by being arrested and sent to jail, possibly for a prison term of up to 25 years. What the fuck just happened in this situation? I've been hearing a lot of stories like this, where we have, there's the bad guy, call the police, point them out, and then get arrested for it. And if that makes any sense to anyone, because it doesn't make a damn bit of sense to me, contact me. I'd like to know what the hell you're thinking, too. Email forthcoming. Here's a new show category. I'm going to call it, What Will It Take to Change Your Mind? Let's go back to the Steve Scalise incident. Earlier this week, a whack job with a gun, and I can say whack job because he is a mentally deficient person. They found that out. Mentally handicapped person got a hold of a big gun took it to a softball game and shot up a number of people, including House Majority Whip Steve Scalise. Now, Scalise, and I'm pronouncing it the way I want to, passed a bill that allowed mentally handicapped people the opportunity to get heavy firearms. He is also very anti-LGBT. He is also against Obamacare. Karma struck again in this instance because a mentally handicapped person who he allowed to get a gun is the one who shot him. He was treated on scene by a lesbian. 
And now that he's in the hospital, he's under Obamacare. Seriously. Now, will this change his mind? Let us ponder. Let us ponder. He's a Republican, so probably not. One of the more bizarre quotes that have come out of this, and there have been a few, are things like Donald Trump saying, I just went to visit Scalise in his hospital, even though he didn't. Or this one from Paul Ryan, an attack on one of us is an attack on all of us. Really, Paul? So the incidents like Trayvon Martin and Raker Boyd and Mike Brown and Tamir Rice and on and on and on, those count, right? Don't they? Hello? Now, there was a poll that came out not too long ago. Actually, it's not a poll. It's more just a series of factual numbers. The top 16 countries with gun violence. 16 because that's all that fit on the particular graphic. And it showed the number of murders by gun per 100,000 people. And the United States was way at the top. Three and a half murders for every 100,000 people in the United States. The next 15, if you add them all together, come up to three and a quarter. We're at three and a half. The next 15 combined are at three and a quarter. What else do we need to do to get you people to change your mind about the gun thing? More on that coming up in this show. More strange tech news, this time from the historical revisionist category. There's a game called Call of Duty World War II, where you would expect to play someone fighting Nazis. And you know what? You're almost right. The thing that I don't entirely understand out of this is, the game's developer, Sledgehammer Games, decided to remove all the swastikas because they felt it might be offensive to somebody. Now, look, I'm not pro-Nazi, but this is a historical thing. It makes sense for them to be there. Why did you get rid of them? I don't understand that. If you don't want to play a game where you shoot Nazis... There's plenty of other things to choose from. Buy something else. Some people might want to shoot Nazis. Would you rather them do it in a video game or in where... Ooh, hang on a minute. Do they want them to do it in real life? But other tech news, and this one I think is kind of funny. For LGBT Pride Month, Facebook has added a rainbow to join the thumbs up and the heart sign and everything, all those other little emojis you react to on Facebook. Well, the extreme Christian page, Warriors for Christ, because such a thing existed. Yeah, hang on a minute. They objected strenuously and said they would ban anyone who used a rainbow flag emoji on their page. Therefore, their page was bombarded with rainbow emojis to the point that they have now taken down their page. (laughs) Uh, Don't need a punchline. It wrote itself on that one. In asinine immigration news, Donald Trump said, and I'll quote, 
The time has come for new immigration rules which say that those seeking admission into our country must be able to support themselves financially and should not use welfare for a period of at least five years. He said this to a crowd in Cedar Rapids, which is in Iowa, apparently, because what I think Rapids, Iowa is what comes to mind. And he said he would be putting this legislation into effect shortly because it's a good idea. And you know what? It is such a good idea that it was put into a bill called the Personal Responsibility and Work Opportunity Reconciliation Act of 1996. That's right. Donald Trump is getting ready to impose a law that has been in place for 21 years now because that's his definition of progress. Although something was brought up to me recently about Donald Trump and it might be that he's almost doing a good job at something, except it's not something he needs to be doing. One of the tenets of the Republican Party is getting away from big government and moving into lots of little small governments. So what he might be doing in his own remarkably inept way is getting the United States to have the individual states take over the responsibility of governing, which is exactly what the Republican Party wants to do. You remember his quote about the G7 summit? I was elected to represent the citizens of Pittsburgh, not Paris. To which, of course, the mayor of Pittsburgh, Bill Peduto, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that, responded by saying, as the mayor of Pittsburgh, I can assure you that we will follow the guidelines of the Paris Agreement for our people, our economy, and our future. He also said that the city of Pittsburgh voted for Hillary Clinton with nearly 80% of the vote. Take that, Don Boy. But that's the theory of why he left the G7 summit. So corporations and states themselves would say, well, if he's not going to follow it, we'll take it up and we'll follow the rules. Except I'm not entirely sure that's a good idea. Firstly, because... Most of this stuff is kind of common sense, and you should be doing it anyway. And if it's a national law, then, you know, that's going to cover all the states who still haven't popped up and said, oh, you're right, that is a good idea, we'll follow it too. Because there have been some who have said they will not follow it, which is asinine, but that's what we should expect from our government at this point. But another reason not to move in this direction where states are governing themselves is because then the states are going to drift apart from each other, as some of them follow what they should do and others don't. And it's not just the G7 stuff. There are some things that are legal in some states, let's say marijuana, and some states say, no, it's illegal. How exactly are you supposed to keep up with what is legal in your state and, let's say, a state you're visiting because you're on vacation? Oh dear, I forgot marijuana. Is it is it legal in your state? It's not. Ooh, I better get rid of it. How are you supposed to be able to keep up with it? If they do that, then let's be honest. What is the point in calling us the United States? If we're not united, we wouldn't be. If anything, pushing for more individual states instead of a unified government means we wouldn't be the United States. We'd be the loosely affiliated states with a few common laws here and there. And that doesn't really make for a good acronym, much less an actual country. We'd be lots of little countries with no real leadership, no unified army, no economy, 
and criminals who are capable of just running over a state line. It's not a real line. These are all imaginary. We just wrote them down. They're not real lines. Running over a state line to escape into a territory where what they did that was illegal where they were might not be illegal where they are now. So, haha, I'm going to get away with it. Now, how exactly are we supposed to feel safe if that is the land of the free and the home of the brave? If you have an answer to that, because I'd like one, or an answer to the, any of the other questions I've asked during the show, contact me, let's say through email, rob at thefwatshow.com, or you can go to the website, thefwatshow.com. There's buttons for Facebook, there's buttons for Twitter. It all comes to me. And you know what? I'll answer any question you have, and I'm looking for answers from you. Seriously, I am. But while you're at the website, don't just click the Facebook and Twitter buttons. Go ahead and subscribe to the show on iTunes or through the Google Play Store or something like that. There's buttons. They're there. And don't forget to visit the shop where you can get, you know, the t-shirt, the hat, the coffee mug, all of which goes to support the shows on the Coil Entertainment Network. And it would be greatly appreciated. In the meantime, I'm going to leave you with the Common Sense News of the Week, also known as, well, duh... A Stanford Law School professor named John Donahue did a study. Actually, he just kind of read some stuff that was out there already and put it together in a piece of paper. That's what a study is. It's a compilation of things called facts. Spectacular, isn't it? Well, he concluded, as you should, because, you know, these are factual numbers, that states that have enacted a right-to-carry-a-concealed handgun law have experienced 13-15% to 15% higher crime rates than states that don't over the last 10 years. Ooh, what a shock. If you're allowed to carry a gun, you're more likely to use it. Who f***ing knew? Except everyone. Have a good week, everyone, and be safe, because... God, it's gotten weird out there. And if you live in a right-to-carry state, 13 to 15% more dangerous. <laughs>